Welcome to the Happiness Playbook, a podcast where we explore the why and how of happiness. I'm your host, Neil Hooper, and I just wanted to remind you that happiness is a skill and life is a team sport. So let's play together. Civil unrest, a global pandemic, and murder hornets? How on earth can we be grateful for 2020? Find out today as we write an open letter to 2020 and share some thoughts. It's time for Coach Neil to give us a report on Operation Joy Domination. Now, we've had some awesome team players really stepping up to the plate lately. Crystal Herzig said, Thanks for this pro tip challenge. Someone has been on my mind, so I'm sending them a little something to let them know. It's been a rough year for everyone, but especially for some. Way to go, Crystal! We have Victor stepping up to the plate again. I think this earns him the MVP title for the season. But he said, I loved this episode for so many reasons. 500, 1,000, maybe 2,000 people have had a chance to click on the link on my Facebook and LinkedIn walls. So he is out there sharing on all of his social media platforms. Our numbers are increasing and going up. So keep up the good work, team. We are nearing an awesome milestone and we need your help. So keep sharing and tell us how you are helping us execute Operation Joy Domination. I hope you were able to tune in last week for the special Christmas episode with Laurie. It was so much fun and very insightful, if I do say so myself. I actually binge-watched a lot of the Christmas movies we mentioned on the episode afterward, and it was just such a warm, fuzzy experience. And I love all the lessons we learn. And just a reminder that play theory is out there in every walk of life, and we want to make sure we are observing and applying these concepts to our lives. If you haven't heard it, go back and listen to it, even if it's not Christmas. Well, here we are, folks. We're finally getting near to closing a very hard and trying chapter of Humanity's Book of Life, 2020. For very obvious reasons to all listening right now, 2020 has been one of the hardest years across the globe. There's a staggering list of reasons why 2020 was a rough year. Devastating wildfires in Australia and the West Coast, a stock market crash, a pandemic that affected millions of people, never-ending extreme weather events, record unemployment numbers, civil unrest, endless protests and rioting, and a particularly heated election cycle here in the United States. Wherever you were in the world this year, you felt the wrath of 2020. This year disrupted the way we work, live, and learn, and at times, removing the possibility of in-person anything. For many, we felt beat down and nearly broke, not just financially, but emotionally and mentally. We were drained, exhausted. But to be fair, 2020 wasn't all bad. If there's one thing we can all come together and thank you for 2020, it's forcing us to adapt. And this skill of adaptability and accepting and building, even when the offer given was undesirable at best and tragically soul-wrenching at worst, 
This will serve us and pay dividends in our lives for decades to come. As hard as 2020 was, and it's been a lot harder for some than others, there were individuals and organizations that not only survived 2020, but thrived. I want to note that whether you were on the thriving, surviving, or even the I'm not sure I'm going to make it end of the 2020 spectrum, we want to highlight some key takeaways from 2020 and lessons learned that will aid you in your journey to build a better tomorrow. As we prepare to leave 2020 behind us, a year that will go down in the history books is one of the most trying on record. It's important to reflect and even turn to gratitude for the lessons learned about thriving during turmoil and hardship. So here's a bit of an open letter to the year 2020. Dear 2020, I know most of the world is angry at you, including myself, and rightly so. But instead of a scathing rebuke, and we've seen lots of those, I want to turn to gratitude for the lessons you taught us all. If life begins at the end of our comfort zone, you certainly gave us the gift of growth. This is not easy to say, but thank you. Lesson 1. Thank you, 2020, for teaching us innovation. You ignited our innovation and creativity to solve new problems in new ways. You gave us an ultimatum, pivot or perish. And as best as we could, we've risen to the challenge, building our collective grit along the way. Together from afar, we endured, we preserved, and got through this exhausting and trying year against all odds. The German multinational Siemens opened up its additive manufacturing network to anyone who needed help in medical device design. Ford collaborated with other industries and manufacturers in GE Healthcare and 3M to build ventilators in Michigan using F-150 seat fans, portable battery packs, and 3D printed parts. This type of collaboration and innovation to come together and to stop the competition and to put the pause for just a minute on the IP concerns and really work together to solve these problems has been absolutely inspiring. Moving forward, we will take this shove out of our comfort zone and push ourselves to learn and grow in powerful ways. After this masterclass in Let Go and Play, Instead of predicting the all-too-easy negative outcomes that we gravitate to, we're going to give them a try. Thanks to you, we are going to pause and ask ourselves, how can I take healthier risks in the years to come? Lesson 2. Thank you, 2020, for teaching us the importance of slowing down. Solitude is good for the soul. It takes you out of the rat race for a while, gives you a bird's eye view of your daily life, and replaces chaos with serenity. We frequently reference the powerful principle of be present as a way to experience true joy and reflect on the direction we are taking our lives. During this year, we've had to stop and take a moment to determine our trajectory and evaluate the direction we're taking our lives. We've been stuck at home, some of us in isolation, others with young children, such as myself, clamoring for our attention and interrupting our flow. We've been forced to change our environment and double down on productivity. We've eliminated distraction out of necessity, 
looking and yearning for the focus we need and often struggling to find it. Through that struggle, we have grown. Will Stevens, a digital marketer, said, After wanting to for probably a decade, I finally purchased and am learning to play the keyboard and piano. There just wasn't any more getting away with the I don't have time or I'm not at home enough types of excuses. It's been fun and humbling and a creative way to wind down after a long day. Like Will Stevens, many of us in this time of slowing down and upheaval have had to reevaluate what recharges us and to ask ourselves the tougher questions about where we're headed and what's really valuable or important to us. Moving forward, we will meditate, pray, practice yoga, or contemplate nature and connect with something larger than ourselves for inspiration and peace of mind. We will ask ourselves, what type of solitude can I practice? Lesson number three, thank you 2020 for teaching us the importance of connection. We learned how an encouraging word or even small gesture could be the much needed fuel to carry someone through the dark abyss of their environment. Forced to suspend travel and in-person experiences and events, we sometimes fell into vicariously living through our Netflix queue and fiction, relying on it for an escape to new worlds. And after years of neglect, we finally applied these concepts to ourselves by unapologetically recognizing that self-care is not selfish. And in fact, it's essential for our well-being and our ability to care for and serve those around us. Connecting became a priority this year, not only for business, but for our well-being as humans. Misery loves company, and with you, 2020, we had plenty of both. But this year, you enabled the least tech-savvy among us, I'm talking to you, Grandma, to be transformed into Zoom masters, organizing virtual meetings, reunions, classes, and events. It was comforting to know that we had each other out there. Even if it was a screen, we knew that beyond that screen was a person that cared. Our lifeline relied on the strength of our Wi-Fi and our willingness to reach out. Aaron Balsa, a marketing manager, said, My husband and I have been working from home 40 plus hours per week since this started with zero help. It hasn't been easy. But our kids, ages 3 and 5, have actually grown closer. They've had to find creative ways to help each other out and to keep each other entertained. I'm an only child, so watching their bond grow stronger is really special to me. Thank you, Aaron, for sharing that thought. And I'm sure many of us can relate, those that have children at home, just how trying this has been. But a lot of the silver lining in 2020 as a parent in those small moments and being together and finding those opportunities to connect and to build each other's relationship. Whether it was through its glaring absence or newfound appreciation, we learned just how important it is to look outward and connect as humans and support each other during times of hardship. We learned just how crucial being present, especially on virtual platforms, is to allow us to truly communicate and appreciate each other. For that, 
we should give thanks. Lesson four, thank you 2020 for teaching us gratitude. This was one of the harder lessons you gave us, but it was potent and profound. More often born out of longing, our inability to connect with those we love in the ways we've always done so was a very difficult lesson, but a crucial reminder that we should always be grateful for what we have. Whether it was live concerts, unmasked gatherings with friends or family, or just a simple hug to the elderly individuals in our lives. Having these cherished luxuries of life stripped away gave us pause to reflect and long for them, sometimes in frustration and hurt, but often in gratitude. Without your dark lows, we may have never fully rejoiced in the beloved but infrequent bright spots when they appeared this year. Collectively, we were put to the test and our resiliency carried us through what's been a messy, imperfect, and rocky road, but we are coming out of it more grateful than ever. Thanks to you, 2020, we will look beyond the fear, loss, and disappointment and instead focus on the bigger picture. We will consider all the people and things in our life that we're grateful for, letting gratitude steer us beyond the gloom and doom and wake up each day asking ourselves, what am I grateful for? How can I look outward today? And finally, lesson five. Thank you, 2020, for teaching us grit. Baseball great Babe Ruth said, it's hard to beat a person who never gives up. Every strike brings me closer to the next home run. What endings in 2020 contain new beginnings in 2021? What doors have closed that will lead to other opportunities and doors opening to you? This year, scientists and medical professionals developed vaccines in record time. Businesses retooled product lines and manufacturing to create hand sanitizers, masks, and other ways to keep us all safer. Education turned on its head. Colleges, high schools, middle schools, elementary schools became fully remote. And our poor children doing their best to learn in suboptimal and strange virtual environments learned. Thanks to you, we will move forward with a focus on the upside of a downside situation. When there are so many incidences of devastation, fear, and heartbreak, it's natural for us to focus on the downside of the pandemic, and we've given in to that tendency more often than we want to admit. But we can balance that out with how it's brought people together, volunteering and helping one another and strengthening the whole idea of collective selflessness and service. Moving forward, we will pinpoint the opportunity in the difficulty. We will accept and build on the hardship and ask ourselves, how can I make this situation work to my advantage? Can I find something positive in it? And when we struggle to answer that question, we will look deeper. We will ask ourselves, what can I manage or overcome in this instance? During the pandemic, we found ourselves in self-isolation and moving forward, we will leverage these moments of isolation for self-reflection, we will be present and think about the direction we want to take our lives in the new year. As we accept and build on the hard and grow into the good, recognizing the beauty in each moment as we go, we will continue developing the skill of happiness. 2020, it's been hard. 
It's been trying, but it's been insightful. At the start of this turbulent relationship with you, 2020, I wanted it to end immediately. And while my tolerance for the stretch zone has waned, I can honestly say thank you for teaching me these important lessons and for helping me grow into the best version of myself. And finally, don't feel obligated to pass this crazy torch onto your successor, 2021. We could use a break. For this week's pro tip, I want you to get out a paper and pen or the notes app on your phone or whatever form of note taking you prefer. And I want you to write out the lessons you learned from 2020. I want you to capture these because if we're not careful, we won't learn the lessons we could have from this trying and hard experience. And that would be a huge missed opportunity. After you've captured these lessons, I want you to go to playtheory.org, find this episode, and comment your favorite lesson learned from 2020. We want to hear your lessons learned and how you have grown in 2020. Aside from the many lessons we've already discussed in this episode, there are great things that have happened this year. There have been advances in biotechnology. Remote work systems were put to the test and passed. The first commercial space flight with U.S. astronauts went to the International Space Station. Countless acts of service and many other things. As hard as it is to accept and build on a year like 2020, as we look to 2021 and beyond, it is my hope that we will come together and leverage this newfound grit, perspective, and gratitude and push forward with hope, kindness, and innovation. Thank you so much for joining me today on the Happiness Playbook. Here's to a very happy new year and a prosperous life full of happiness and surrounded by inspiring and supportive people who are rooting for you. Remember these lessons and any other lessons you've learned personally from 2020. Practice happiness this week. Never forget that happiness is a skill and life is a team sport. Catch you next week.